This episode is brought to you by Portland Distro. If you like underground music, movies, and more, go to portlanddistro.com for licensed merch, vinyl, CDs, and more. Plug in the discount code 10OFF, T-E-N-O-F-F, for a 10% discount at portlanddistro.com. guys apologies for last week's lack of an episode ran into some logistical and scheduling issues uh summertime availability last minute uh can't not so much cancellations but uh schedule changes so put me in a situation where i was a bit behind so uh we're back on track this week uh my old friend jay bennett is on the show this year has been an excellent year for music, and not so much for movies, as uh, you guys who listen to Necromaniacs will surmise, based on some of the conversations that Mike and Jeff and I have had regarding this year's horror movie selection. But music, tons of great records have come out this year. So ahead of the end of year best of lists, I wanted to give a little bit of a look ahead an acknowledgement of some of the best mid-year records that have come out. So I invited Jay to come on, since Jay is an incredibly knowledgeable guy, uh, music journalist, and musician himself, to talk about some of the records that came out this year. And uh, whether or not they would meet our criteria for best of 2023. Now, after you listen to this episode... I urge you to check out the rest of the Horsemen of the Podcasting Apocalypse shows. Of course, that's Horror Wolf 666 with Brandon Legion, Into the Necrosphere with Jackie Smith, Necromaniacs with myself, Mike Scandato, Jeff Kashid, Break the Apocalypse with Mike Scandato's brother, John Draper, and of course, Soul Knox with Carl Hikara. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. We have a variety of different levels. For as little as $1, you can become a patron of the show. Get bonus content. For $5, you can get early access, plus all of the bonus content. And for $25, you can become a sponsor. Check out all the details over at patreon.com. Jay, it's been a while since we spoke. It's good to have you back on the show. How's things going? Thanks, man. It's good to be back. Uh, things are good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sort of uh, persevering through the same heat wave that everyone is probably dealing with. I think everywhere is a heat wave now. There's no one. No one has um, escaped its uh, its grasp. Um, what do you make of all this, man? Well, uh, I hope that the people who are like, you know, confused or let's say in denial <laughs> about, 
about what might be happening, uh, maybe they're learning a valuable lesson. You know, a girl can dream. <laughs> it makes me think about how uh, fleeting human existence on this planet actually is, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally, man. I think, you know, I've been thinking about that too. And I'm wondering, like, I don't know what the betting window is on this, but I'm wondering, like, are we going to get, um, like, like, is the, we're just going to get burned off the planet or is it going to be like Terminator and the AI is going to get us first? You know, I think there might be one of two doomsday scenarios actually. Uh, it's yeah. not, unfortunately, uh, most, uh, dystopian, you know, projectionists would, would, <laughs> would, would, um, attribute the end of uh, civilization to some kind of war. But, um, mm. I see one of two things happening. Number one, you mentioned the AI, right? Yeah. So that that's a I feel like that is a looming possibility, you know. Yep. The other one is more like a um, scenario depicted in the road, where there's mm. some. I I always read that as to be some kind of just like environmental catastrophe that caused that scenario in a yeah you know the the road by the late great Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, and just yeah. like this extended, miserable sort of recession of uh, human existence. That's I, I feel like that's more what's in store for us. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, none of it sounds very good. But yeah, I had this conversation with someone the other day, like the future is not going to be like Star Trek or even like Star Wars. It's going to be like the Terminator, yeah. you know? <laughs> The future's not sick. Let's put it this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how's um how's everything going with uh you know, with your your career as um a rock and roll journalist? Things going well? I see your name pop up a lot. That's good, man. That's good. I that that means that means I'm working, I guess. Uh yeah, I have been working. It's good. It's um uh it's been very steady, which I, which I appreciate. Um, it seems like I might be getting a little bit of a, I mean, not like a full on break, but at least like, uh, uh, I'm kind of, well to get, to get, to make a long story short, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for, there's like a big project that I've signed up for and, and it's kind of like a critical piece missing from this project that I'm not responsible for. Okay. So until the, until the wheels turn to put that piece in place, I can't really do much. I mean, I've done everything I can, let me put it that way. Um, so I'm just kind of in this weird holding pattern uh, where I don't know where that's going to happen or when it's going to happen. Um, uh, the deadline has, has like pretty much come and gone at this point. Um, and uh, so I'm just waiting to find out. And so, it's, so I, I could end up, you know, depending what happens. I mean, they could call me tomorrow and be like, okay, it's on or whatever. But it's just as likely that it, I won't have too much to do tomorrow which is kind of cool i have i never have days like that so you know yeah I imagine i'm okay with that i imagine it's like a never-ending grind man trying to do this kind of work oh totally man totally you know like the idea of having like potentially having a tuesday off it's like insane to me <laughs> I, don't, I can't even imagine that <laughs> you know do you uh try to keep uh you know more or less like at least maybe a five day a week schedule or just working all the time uh, I try to maintain that whenever possible. It, it doesn't always work out that way, but I try to keep it to that just for, you know, 
mental health and sanity and all that stuff. Um, but you know, that's, yeah, there's plenty of times where that's just kind of out of my control, you know? Um, but you know, that, you know, uh, the, the other side of that is, you know, I live here in Los Angeles and like half the city is on, is like kind of out of work right now. So, uh, it's, um, you know, with all the strikes and everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. To, it's, it's like, it's, I don't really know how productive it is for me to go to complain like, Oh fuck man, I had to work on the weekend with it. Like who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. That's, that's a crazy scenario, man. It's, um, you know, with the writer's strike, film writer's strike and, uh, just the sort of disparity in compensation by these like by larger studios you know by the people that actually make the content you know yeah uh it's crazy to me i mean i've seen some like mind-blowing statistics about like you know if these ceos could cut their salaries by just this much which is like a fraction of their salaries like all these people could get raises and healthcare and all this shit and it's like it's not, they won't do it, you know? Um, and it's not, you know, and obviously that's not just, um, you know, Hollywood studios, just plenty of other, you know, corporate entities that have that kind of business model, which, um, I don't know, just, it just seems fucking greedy to me, but what do I know? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's across the board. I would think, you know, I mean, there, there are definitely, uh, you know, if someone maybe cut their expense or, you know, report down, you know, a couple of percent, maybe we could pay some families, you know, healthcare, something like that, you know? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's like a, um, it's like a rounding error or something. You know, I was talking to someone, uh, you know, years ago, uh, and they, they, they said, um, you know, if, if, if we, uh, if we made like healthcare, if it was tied to what the members of Congress get, like meaning like, Whatever the members of Congress get for healthcare, that's what everyone in the country gets. Like if that was if it was kind of tethered in some way, dude, we'd, we'd have like free liposuction and tick jobs for everybody. Like never, like never mind. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, like it'd be crazy, you know. But um, you know, you can't figure it out. Yeah. Well, twenty twenty three has been a pretty good year for music so far. I think. And, uh, yeah, man, it's yeah. been good. And uh, you, you know, I, I get asked to do these um, year-end best of things, and uh, usually the last couple of years, I've been teamed up with um, Into the Necrosphere, which is a you know metal podcast. One of mm. one of our good good tight friends of the show. You know, we have a little little catter of um, podcasting affiliates here, and that's one of them. And uh, we do that episode after the first of the subsequent year so that we capture everything from the previous year. So, uh, right. But I figured there's been so many great records that come out that maybe we give a little bit of a look ahead, you know, as to the mid-year and some of the stuff that may or may not appear on our lists. Because I know that you yeah. also are somebody who has to come up with a list every year of like, you know, best records or favorite records or go-tos and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, I do. And you, and you make a great point about doing it, um, 
you know, after the first is such a great way to take everything into account because there's a lot of places and it's not it's not their fault. It, it's just the way things are done because of like if there's a print deadline or something, you know, I'm often asked to like put, submit a list in like October. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it's true that not a ton of stuff is coming out like, say, from like Thanksgiving to the end of the year. That's true. But you are missing like six weeks of stuff where something could happen. And, you know, so it is cool to kind of take the whole year into account. Yeah, I mean, there, there's been some incredible records that came out like at the end of December, um, you know, like a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember, um, yeah, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that came out like the funeral funeral mist. That rec, the last funeral mist came out like around Christmas time or something like that, or like at the very end of the year, it just showed up and it, yeah, right past like all these lists and everything. Yeah, yeah, no. Um uh i mean that shit happens all the time you know um but you know in a way i kind of dig that in a way because i think what you're kind of saying when you do something like that is that you don't give a shit about these lists anyways which i kind of like you know what i mean because yeah, totally. so i think so many label i think labels try to like i mean they kind of know about the thing i'm talking about where like if, the, if your shit doesn't come out by october it's kind of not going to make the cut or whatever right um and they know that, so they kind of like organize their release schedule to fit that. So you know, when when someone like Funeral Miss puts their shit out in December, it's like it's like a fuck you. I like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. You know, but you know, just for for someone like me who is more of a fan than any anything else, I mean that that's like kind of the cool thing about podcasting is that there's no schedule, no publication schedule. It's a pretty wild west format, and um, yeah. You know, as a fan, primarily, we can put out a list whenever we want. It's got nothing to do with uh, advertising per se. Um, in some cases, it does, but um, you know, in my case, you know, I only ha I only have like one sponsor and like some uh, subscribers on Patreon, so it's all you know very DIY. So yeah, you know, same thing with uh, Into the Necrosphere. He's pretty much running his own show, so we can put out a best of any time of year. You know. Yeah, I think it's great, man. I fully support it. Yeah. So I have a little bit of a list here of things that have a high likelihood of showing up on uh, my 2023 list. So I'm just interested yeah. to see what you got coming down the line for us. Yeah. Uh, what should I, should I rattle off like one or a few or what? Uh, let's go like one and one. Like, I, I, you know, informal. No, no okay. particular order. The one I do have one, which is one hundred percent going to be in my top. Might even be my number one, actually. Okay. All right. Do you want to save that for the end, or I'll save that one for the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Here, well, there's one that I'm pretty sure is going to be on both our lists. Okay. Um, and I don't. So I don't want to take the chance of. So maybe I'll hold on to it because I don't want to have it take. I don't want to take the chance of it being your maybe your number one, and then I I blow up the spot before you're ready to to say what it is, you know? Sure. So I'll, okay. I'll sit, I'll sit on that one. Um, but okay. So there's a record that just came out and I, I wanted to make sure to mention this one because I don't know how many people in this country know about this band. Um, they're called the night eternal and, uh, their new record is called, uh, fatal, uh, like fatal with an E on the end. Um, they're from Germany, I believe. Um, and uh, so they're one of these bands that like, you know, 
some of these labels, like uh, the bigger metal labels, Century Media, Nuclear Blast, I believe The Night Eternal is on Century Media. They have like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but they have these records that will come out in Europe, but don't come out here at all. Uh, it, it's really strange, and I don't know how they make those kinds of decisions. Um, but this is one of those bands. Like this record came out in Europe, and yeah, you could go on and listen to it on you know your streaming thing of, of choice or whatever. It, it, like the record's not being released. Like there's no LP or CD or any, there's no physical format that you can do without like ordering it from overseas, which is so weird to me. Like, because obviously those labels put out tons of bands from Europe that come out here and there. So I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, the night eternal, um, they kind of sound like they have a little bit of, do you remember that band in solitude? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of have that vibe musically, but imagine if like In Solitude had like a sort of like more Glenn Danzig style singer. Um, that's that's how I would describe them. Uh, that's what it feels like to me. Um, uh, and I just I really dig them. I got into them like I, I got into them like a couple of years ago and um, their new one just came out and they're great. And I just I just make a point to try to mention them because. I just have the sense that like I don't see the any anyone in this country like talking about them. So there you go. The Night Eternal. Well, I have to tell you that I actually like this band quite a bit. Mm, good, good, good. Yeah. That makes me happy. Hey, um I, like about a month ago maybe, my uh, my good friend Carl Haikara, who does the Soul Knox podcast, uh, he sent me a link to this record and um mm. I've been listening to it like ever since like he's he's another good source of really good music my buddy carl and um yeah yeah i get stuff from him all the time and this definitely hit with me as well yeah it's a good one it's a good one that's a off to a good start this record probably in a different year would have rated higher even though there's there's no order to this this is a rough assemblage and um but the power of the releases that came out this year kind of put this further down, at least in my preliminary hierarchy here. And of course, this is uh, "The Beggar," the new record by Swans. And um, oh yes, yeah. I mean, you, I know you're you you like them. You're familiar with them. Have you heard this record? I, I, I'm very familiar with the Swans. I've seen them many times. I have not, for whatever reason, listened to the new record yet. But I'm gonna I'm going to uh, amend that after we speak. Man, it's um, like the last few records they put out, though, I, you know, I, I like them. I own vinyl copies of them and everything. And, you know, definitely I've seen them perform many times over the years. Uh, this new one has like a, a an emotional urgency that kind of goes back to like that 90s period in some ways. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but I'm really into it, man. It's great. Yeah, I got I got to check it out. I don't know. I know it's out. I knew it was coming out and I knew it's out. And uh, I, I don't know why I haven't listened to it yet. It's just, you know, it somehow slipped through the cracks. I don't know why. I and I had to make a really hard choice here this fall because um, they're playing the same night as Cannibal Corpse and Mayhem in Brooklyn. Mm. So mm. I, had, I had to make yeah. a decision on which uh, which show I was going to go to. Yeah. What did you what did you end up deciding? Well, my um, my lady friend, uh, Tina, has never seen Cannibal Corpse, 
So we decided to go to that show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and somehow it's funny, like, <laughs> uh, it's crazy to think that somehow the cannibal corpse will, will be less like punishing somehow than the swan show, but it probably <laughs> will be. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Funny. So one of the bands on my list now. This record, I don't, I don't think it's out yet. I think it's out coming out in September. Um, but I think maybe one or two songs are already out that people can check out. Uh, it's a band from our old uh, stomping grounds, Boston. Uh, they're called Final Gasp, and um, the record is called Morning Moon. Uh, morning, like uh, you know, sadness. Uh, I mean, morning. Um, uh, and uh, it's got heavy uh, Sam Hain vibes. I think even for a while, I think they were like doing the thing where they go on stage and like pour fake blood all over themselves, oh, like wow. Sam Hain used to do. Cool. Yeah. Um, and it's got a little, little bit of killing joke in there. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're really great. Um, and they're, they're younger guys. They definitely came up uh, after our time in Boston. Um, and I think they have, they have at least uh, like an EP and maybe a single that came out. Prior to this, you can go check out. It's on Bandcamp and stuff. And um, I, I feel like at least one song is already out from the album, and I think it comes out in September. But yeah, Final Gas, Morning Moon. Uh, I really dig this record. Yeah, I haven't heard these guys, and uh, the question I have is: uh, since they hail from Boston, Mass, and you know we both used to live there, is there anyone that we might know personally involved with this band? No, no, no. These are these are young bucks. Uh, they they came up, uh, you know, after our time, well after our time uh, in in Boston. Yeah. Got it. Sounds sounds like something I'd be really into. Yeah, I think you will be. So for me, have you heard uh, Ruum, which is um, they have a record called Black Royal Spiritualism. Have you heard that? Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, of course, that's uh, Blasphemer. Rune Erickson, and uh, who used to play in Mayhem, and uh, this record sounds like a guy that used to be in Mayhem uh, making his own music. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, unknown. I don't know if it's ever going to be a touring operation, but that's uh, the record's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that he's out there going freelance. I like that. Yeah. Um. All right. So I have one. Uh, so there's a band uh, there. Well, they're they're residing here in Los Angeles, but at least one of them is not is not from here. Uh, uh, it's a band called Persecutor. I don't know if you've heard them. Yeah, you know, I saw something on Instagram about them. I don't know. They look. Uh, I don't know, they look. Like they got the scary singer. They got like this kind of. I caught a couple reels. Um, you know, like Venom, Celtic Frost kind of vibe. You know, am I am I on on point with that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the vibe. Uh, I think that's definitely it. And, uh, you know, I think, um, it's, uh, I think the songs are catchy and I think the band is like, uh, you know, I've seen them live a couple times and they put on a great show and it's, it's fun. And I know that like fun can be kind of like a divisive thing in heavy metal for whatever reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> some people don't like fun, you know, they want guys standing there with the, you know, the arms crossed in the, in the, in the band photo. Um, you know, uh, but, you know, these guys, they don't do that. They're, um, you know, I, I feel like they're what they're taking themselves uh, not very seriously, but they're taking their music seriously, but they're not taking themselves very seriously. And I, I like that. Well, 
There's a band that I like quite a bit called the Dwarves, who I think have yes. a similar approach. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, yeah. um, I, I also feel like Persecutor is like a band that uh, you can listen to and then rob a 7-Eleven like shortly after <laughs> listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, and I should mention the record is called Snow Business. Yeah. Snow Business, which, you know, rolls right off the tongue there. Yeah. That probably probably doesn't have anything to do with cocaine, I imagine, right? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go with another sort of like a, a fun a fun pick. You know, um, there's this band uh, they've been around for a while uh, from Sweden called Enforcer. I don't know if you're familiar with these yeah, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they do like a you know classic heavy metal slash speed metal thing. Um, it's kind of it can be very over the top. Uh, but they're very they're highly skilled musicians. I think they write catchy songs. Um, their new record is called Nostalgia. Uh, and it came out, I, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, something like that. I, I tend to lose track of these things. Um, but uh, it's like super fun, like entertaining, like, uh, I don't know, it's just an enjoyable listen. So I'm, I'm, that's putting on the list because, you know, I think there's enough. I find that, you know, as... Um, the world around us gets grimmer and grimmer. <laughs> I want to listen to less music that's like that. I want to put on Van Halen. I want to put on Enforcer. I want to put on Persecutor. You know what I mean? I dig. You know, I um, I'm only passingly familiar with them. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I like yeah, you know, I like stuff like that. I like thrash. You know, I'm I'm into having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have. A, have you heard the new Con Eight record? I have. Yes. In fact, I I recently did a um, an interview with James Plotkin about that record, and I, ha I hadn't spoken to him in like a decade or something, and so it was cool talking to him. And the record is is uh, great. I mean, it's like it's a Con Eight record, hundred percent. It's like you know. It is exactly like you said, the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the record's aptly titled To Be Cruel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I, I got on board with these guys on their uh, 2001 you know, self-titled record. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an admirer of most of Steve O'Malley's uh, work as well as James Plotkin. So this fits right into this like slot for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was cool. To, and they, and they kind of they did like a surprise release. Like they just came out of nowhere and just like just dropped it or whatever, you know. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, my um, my good friend Ralph Schmidt uh, from the band Ulta, he he told me about the record. And then uh, I didn't listen to it right away, but I was out one night with um, our mutual friend uh, Selden Hunt. You know Selden? Oh yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were out one night eating steaks in a uh, park slope and then we nice. uh, stopped and you know got got some uh, drinks at this bar and he was telling me about this record and um right around the time he told me about this record i got a text message from somebody that uh hadn't uh, how am i gonna put this it's like someone that i at the same time really wanted to hear from and then somebody and then also at the same time, somebody that I dreaded hearing from. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I know some people like that. Yeah. Um, 
and I remember that was right around the time that we both, you know, it was getting late and we, um, we both parted and I was driving back to New Jersey and, uh, having this text message exchange with this person. And, um, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to listen to the new Kanye record. <laughs> <laughs> the great nightcap. Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to the whole thing and I just got back home and I, continued listening to it and i was like yeah this is like the perfect record for the night you know what i mean yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> um all right what am i going to say next hey okay. I, I don't know if you've heard it yet i really like the new immortal record uh i know that uh you know i know that some people have like uh split into two camps i realize that since abbott has left immortal some people have gone with Abbott and some people have gone with Immortal. Uh, and I, I kind of like, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm not picking sides. Um, uh, I got to say the first Immortal record that happened without Abbott was not my bag. I thought it was okay. Um, this one, it's called War Against All. Uh, I think it's great. There's some really great riffs. Um, I think it's highly enjoyable. I'm, I'm backing it. From what I heard so far, I do like it. And, and I, I have to be honest with you, like if it was like maybe 10 years ago or 12 years ago, I probably would be like not not into it, you know, for those like political reasons, mm. you know. But yeah, yeah, at this stage, you know, I, only, I probably only have about five or six years more of life left in me anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why? why uh, yeah, life's too short to not enjoy a new immortal album, you know? Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you, um, are you a big immortal fan? Cause I gotta be honest, they're not a go-to band for me out of that wave of, uh, of black metal. You know, they are, uh, I would say that they are like, uh, like especially, um, sons of Northern darkness and, yeah. Uh, at the heart of winter, Sun's Northern Darkness, and the one that came after Sun's Northern Darkness, which is like the last one that I'm then the title is Gaming. I thought they were all like stellar albums. I love those records. Uh, and yeah, for me, that's like my favorite stuff um, because I actually like, because I mean, Dark Throne's kind of my favorite from that era, but the Dark Throne stuff I like the best is like from 2006 forward, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like I when they kind of like stop. You know what I mean? Uh, like when they stopped t like taking themselves so seriously, uh, it just they just made better music. Like I thought, you know. Um, but that's just that's me, you know. Yeah, the Dark Throne records that have this kind of like heavy metal vibe to it. Those are good records, man. I love it, man. Like they, it, like it started with the Cult is Alive, and that was kind of more in a punk vein, I guess. Yeah. But uh, like as soon as I heard this record, I was like, oh fuck! Like I hope they do more of this because this is that was just record just hit me like that was just it just where I was at at the time, and it just stuck with me like that record's almost almost twenty years old at this point, and I still love it like just as much as when it came out. I think it's awesome, and and everything they've done since then has been great. Like I haven't disliked any of it, you yeah. know. Um, Immortal, like I remember getting into like that Norwegian black metal wave and uh, they, yeah. you know, I, I just checked out everything. And uh, yeah. they initially weren't a band that I really was that into. But as time went by, I started having like a real appreciation for their music and especially Sons of Northern Darkness, I think is their 
you know that's like their uh, their their epic like crowning record yeah yeah that record is uh and have you heard the uh, the eye record yeah yeah that one, uh, yeah, it's, yeah yeah oh man that record smokes it's so good <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm down with their new album definitely yeah 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 have uh have you heard a band called nightmare no i don't think i know them dude they have a record that came out this year called uh, Deformity Adrift. And, um, mm-hmm. man, we played with these guys at uh, a fest outside of Detroit, like, back in, like, maybe 2018 or 2019. Yeah. And um, totally blew me away. It was, like, one of these, like, um, house core, like, Phil Anselmo uh Philip Anselmo and the Illegals played and a bunch of bands mm. that are on his label. And um, they're not on Housecore, but they uh, they totally kicked my ass. And I've been following them ever since. And their new album is like next level, like really, really leaps and bounds past where they were a few years ago. And they were in a great place a few years ago. And um, yeah, it's like, they remind me a little bit of that band Ulcerate from New Zealand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. But with like more knuckleheaded though, you know what I mean? Oh wow, okay. That yeah, actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they'll have like these like really cool like you know not not tech metal but more technically oriented song you know parts you know some time changes yeah. and things like that. And then these like total thug like knucklehead parts, you know? Yeah. Wow, all right. Nightmare. Okay. Yeah, Nightmare. Right. Deformity Adrift. Excellent. Record. And they're from the they're from the Detroit area or area no. or they just happen to be playing. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, they're from uh the Pacific Northwest, maybe the Portland oh. area. Okay, all right. So all right, I'm gonna do Okay, I really like uh so there's a new Donova record out. Do you know this band, Donova? They're uh No. They're from Portland also. Okay. Um so they have a new record out. It's called Nothing But Nothing. Um, and it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like kind of like, it's kind of proggy, but I, that's kind of a, I mean, that's like kind of a dirty word, even from, I'm, I tend to not, um, but they do have a little bit of that, but it's like, it's kind of like 70s proggy, like classic metal mixed with like, like 70s classic rock. Um, uh, the, the, the singer has like really sort of like crazy voice. Um, and, uh, I saw him play here. Uh, I don't know, maybe six months ago, they came through here with, um, another proggy band that I really like called Halas, a uh, Swedish band. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I have seen Donov a bunch of times over the years and I've, I've always liked him, but this new record, uh, nothing but nothing is, um, I don't know. It might be their best one. I think there it's pretty great. How do you spell? How do you spell that? Don, Donova. Yeah, D A N A V A. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what What would you uh you know what kind of comparisons would you make to this? Oh man! Uh, I know you were like well, you know, okay, foggy, so, like like was what what kind of band would this sound like? I mean, okay, it's like sort of like. There's a little bit of like seventies rush. Okay. With with uh maybe like seventies scorpions. Oh. 
Oh, like Yuli John like Roth that style. Okay. Yes, you. Yes, exactly. Yuli John Roth. Um, uh, I would say it's like somewhere in that zone, but with like, like imagine if those, if that band came together and somehow had heard, like, it's a, some '80s metal a little bit, like the, the like up to like '85 or something. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like th- there's there's some awareness of that in there even though the whole thing kind of like on the surface seems sort of like maybe retro, you know? Yeah. That, that's a, that's cool because that there's like that weird, like kind of transitional period between like 79 and like 83, you know, yeah. where it's like, <clears throat> totally. It went from like hard rock to heavy metal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I like, I like yeah. that. I like that nether world right there. That's like one of my yeah. favorite eras of music. Yeah, no, totally, man. And so this is kind of like that. Like if 70s Scorpions and 70s Rush had, had heard uh, like heaven and hell, you know what I mean? Somehow, you know? Um, yeah. That sounds right on, man. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I like it. And it's, it's um, like I said, I've, I've been a fan of theirs for a while, um, but this record seems like it's the one, you know, it's really good. Now that record is, I mean, the vocals, are they like more uh, melodic? Like, you know, like in that style. Yeah. The, the guy has, yeah, the guy has a pretty impressive range. He can, he can kind of get up there in that sort of, he, he, he seems like he could maybe get up there in that Halford-esque range, but he doesn't use it in quite the same way, if that makes sense. You know, it's funny. Like I know you and I are huge Priest fans, but yeah, Priest is one of those bands that, definitely straddled both of those worlds you know what i mean like that early i mean they oh, started yeah. so fucking long ago man and they had like they very yeah. much had that hard rock like almost psychedelic sound in the beginning made that transition and then became like you know straight up definitive heavy metal band you know yeah absolutely man. absolutely no question yeah. you know um i mean you know black sabbath gets so much of the credit as they deserve but when you look at like what heavy metal became, it's like Judas Priest really is the, the connective thread there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, even even you know the the Iomi Ozzy version of Sabbath versus the Iomi Dio version. You know? Oh yeah, it's like two different bands almost. Two different yeah. bands, night and day. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this one is probably not going to come as any surprise to anybody, but I have uh, Godflesh Purge on here. You know, I haven't heard, I haven't listened to that yet either. Wow, Dude. man, what's wrong with me? Dude, yeah, it's um, different yet the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like yeah, um, I mean, very very interesting because um, post self. Sounded more like yeah. a uh, aggregate of uh, Yesu and um, and Godflesh, in my opinion. You know, yeah. But yeah. Purge sounds more like old Godflesh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Wow, I can't believe I haven't heard that yet either. Okay, I, I have some homework to do after this. It's good. It's good though. Yeah, they're playing. Um, uh, playing. Yeah, they're on tour. I just uh, got tickets for it. They're playing down in. Oh. They're playing Desert Fest, but I'm not going to that. I'm going to see them in Philly. Nice, nice. Um, all right, I, I think we're probably getting to the top, top here, and I don't want to mention. I have a feeling I know what your top record is going to be, and it's on my list as well. So I'm going I'm to not say it yet. You, so you might, you might not be it, right about that, actually. Because I might. Okay. Yeah, keep going. All right. All right. 
All right, but I, I'm going to mention in, in this in this spot though. I'm going to I'm going to mention. Can I mention two seven inches? Yeah, go ahead, man. Or 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 singles rather. I guess one's not technically a seven inch. Um, or they're both not technically seven inches, but they're singles. Um, one is by a band called Fugitive, who you might be aware of, um, from Fort Worth, Texas, uh, and it is one of the guitar players from Power Trip, and. He has a new band it's called Fugitive, uh, and their new single is called Blast Furnace. Uh, and there's a song on the other side called Standoff. Um, and they put out an EP last last year as well, and I think that was called Maniac. And uh, to me, it's like I think Power Trip fans will like it, but even what it what it has even more of than that, I would say, is like it has like some obituary oh, style wow. to it. Like, like the, the vocalist has that John Tardy thing. Uh, and it's a little more to me, it, even though it has the crossover stuff of power trip, it, it has a little bit more of a death metal atmosphere to it somehow. Um, I really dig it. Uh, I really dig that. That's one. And the other one is a band, another LA band here called entranced. Uh, and, uh, they have a, uh, a single called rogue, <clears throat> rogue warrior. And the song on the other side is La Fuerza Negra, which I believe translates to the Black Force. And uh, this band is led by uh, James Paul Luna, who was the singer of the band Holy Grail. I don't know if you remember them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so this is his new band. He's got a killer guitar player, uh, this guy, Philly Bibiano. He's a killer guitar player. He also is playing in Ex Mortis. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, this is great, and, and 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 so this is like that traditional heavy metal style with the you know the sort of like soaring vocals that uh, you know James Luna can do, and uh, but they're also doing uh, they have a lot of songs also in Spanish, like the B side of this single here, and they're they're calling themselves the Latino Wobum, like the the the, the Latin <laughs> Latin new wave of British heavy metal. Like they've kind of made their own term for what they're doing, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, but it's really good. It's like super catchy, like cool stuff. And so anyways, there's two seven inches or singles anyway, digital singles, maybe. I think the Entranced thing, you can get a tape. Uh, Rogue Rogue Warrior by Entranced and Blast Furnace by Fugitive. Right on, man. I, I, I haven't heard Entranced. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I have... Um obituaries dying of everything as one of my records for sure it's quite good it's quite good yeah yeah i i just uh you know exactly what we're gonna get from these guys you know and um this record pretty much that it's like if you like obituary yeah. you're gonna like their new album yeah no i well said yeah no i i i, I it's great I, I think it's great yeah totally um yeah good call um, all right. So, all right. I'm going to mention the record that I think might be your record, but okay, maybe it, it won't be your record. Yeah. And this currently, I think, I think for me right now, this is the record of the year for me. I mean, obviously stuff could come out, but, uh, the Oxbow album loves holiday. Uh, I just think I'm, I'm like blown away, man. Like not only oh, yeah. is it a great record, I think I, I think it is like somehow Oxbow's best record, and I don't know how they've done that after being around since 1987 or 88 or whatever, you know. But uh, it's like mind blowing good. 
I it's on my list. It's it's definitely yeah. written down here. I have one item that's a little bit above that one. Okay. Okay. No, but okay. I, I Oxbow, I'm gonna I wanna talk about them a little bit. They're yeah. One of the most unique bands ever. Period. Yeah. Like yeah. Com- combining so many different aspects of art into their music. You got the incredible lyric writing and vocals of uh, Eugene S. Robinson associated yeah. with this band. And the band itself are like just an inc- incredible musicians too, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then of course there's the live presentation of uh, yeah. of the music. And Oxbow is like probably one of the best live bands you'll ever see, you know, perform in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, and then, oh, the record's called Love's Holiday, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, yeah, it's called Love's Holiday and it's fantastic. And I think I haven't seen them all. I've seen a couple, but apparently they did a video for every song. That's which is crazy. Heard. I've only seen a couple. Yeah. And I haven't, I, I've only seen a couple. Yeah. But uh, I, um, yeah. So there you go. Oxbow, Love's Holiday. Fantastic. Currently my favorite record of the year. It's my understanding that uh, Zev Deans uh, produced one of their videos. Oh wow! Okay, crazy. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I I um, have only seen two of these videos, and I I haven't seen the one that Zev did just yet. Yeah, I I've only seen two as well, and I I can't even recall which ones they are at this point. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, the record's fantastic. Yeah. Now, the record that right now has a very very good chance of being my top record of twenty twenty three. And right yeah. now, there's a couple of things coming out later in the year that might usurp this record. But um, there's a band called Funerals that mm. put out a record called Let the Earth Be Silent. Uh-huh. Have you heard this band? No. Dude. They're, uh, they formed in England, I think Brighton, UK. Yeah. They released uh, some stuff on their own label. And uh, then they relo- relocated to uh, Leipzig, Germany. You know, very okay. uh, very cheery town. I don't know if you've ever been to yeah. Leipzig before. I have. I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a nice place, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's like, I, I, once again, Ralph Schmidt turned me on to this band like a couple of years ago. And uh, it's like really dark, dreary, um somber music i i mean i guess you would characterize it as uh you know doom you know what i mean for lack of a better term or like post post rock or whatever you want to call it but to me i i'm using those terms just to, to to have a comparison to have like some kind of basis to talk about this band but they just go so much deeper than any kind of categorization you know they this music is like um, just standing at the edge of this like black abyss and like staring into just like no light at all and having this black hole like absorbing all the photons of light in the universe and just creating this endless pit of darkness. That's what this band sounds like. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. It's two people. All right. Two people. It's like um, you know, female vocals, very powerful. Okay. 
you know, heavy guitars. And, uh, you know, they have like another guy plays drums on, I think, on all the different records they put out. They have like an EP called Wounds, which is also very good. Mm -hmm. But the full length is like, it just, I mean, it, it rates so high. And also, you know, all the bands I listed are like incredible bands. And I still put this somewhere at the top. Yeah, wow. Okay, Funerals, and what's the record called? Let the Earth Be Silent. Let the Earth Be Silent. All right, I'm going to check that one out. That's a, that's That just moved to the top of the list for the things i got to check out. Because I feel like, you know, I love Godflesh. I know, I know, I love uh, Swans, but I kind of know what I'm getting. Yeah. This I don't know at all, so I'm kind of, you know. Yeah, this yeah, definitely great. definitely something. You, and and their, their other, other records are great, too. They have, like, you know, the EPs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's killer, man. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I want to do. I, I should mention because you mentioned female uh, vocals, and so I feel like I have to mention. I don't know if this is a band you're into. Um, I have to mention the new Royal Thunder record, which I just oh, think okay. is, is really excellent. Uh, and I know that that's not you know it's not like super heavy or anything, um, but uh, I don't know. I just think they make really great music it's very soulful i find so the new record's called rebuilding the mountain um and yeah i just like them yeah i like them we um actually i feel like uh i think we might have played with them at uh one of those relapse things yeah in, yeah uh, that actually my, that sounds right in, in la actually yeah I at the roxy that, maybe yeah i think it was that you remember when me and you and uh our friend mark Yes. We tried to yeah, record yeah. a podcast, but it was, we, we were saying too much uh, scandalous stuff and it never got released. Right. I bet we were talking about the, 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 the new at the time Van Halen record, right? Do I remember that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. we, we kind of just like walked around LA with this recorder <laughs> and, and talked about stuff. Yeah. But then like <laughs> yeah. when we listened back to it, we were saying so much like totally out of hand stuff on there that we realized that no one should ever hear what we're discussed in this, uh, this episode that we did. Yeah. It was unfit for broadcast. It was yeah, definitely absolutely. unfit for I, broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No, Royal Thorn are cool, man. They, you know, we used to be, yeah. they, they were, are they still on relapse? No, they're, uh, they're with, um, spine farm now. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. 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 I got a couple of, uh, mentions of things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is probably not going to make it on my list. Um, at the end, by the end of the year, but right now it's like something that's like in the periphery of all these records. And that's the new, uh, cattle decapitation record. Uh, terror. Okay. Site, okay. You know? It's like hanging yeah. on by threads right now, but when it came out, I was like really, I was really into this record when it came out. Okay. Yeah. 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 Never been a big right fan, on. but this particular record I think was really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And um, forthcoming, there's two records that I've been looking forward to all year, and uh, that's the new Marduk record and the new uh, Werewolves mm -hmm. record. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I imagine those two will probably rate pretty high on the on my list at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with werewolves? Yeah. Have you checked them out? 
I don't think I am. I know Marduk, of course. I, yeah. I, I, I don't. I, for some reason, the name sounds like familiar, but maybe just because they're called werewolves. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there, there. This, um, there's this whole group of Australian bands that are just incredible, and the thing that they all have in common is the uh, this guy Dave Haley plays drums for all of them. There's the werewolves. There's uh, Psychroptic, which um, our guitar player yeah, Todd, Todd uh, yeah. Stern plays bass for them. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Werewolves and this other band called the Amenta, which are uh, an, 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 hard to describe, very, very unique. Um, they, they were like my record of the year a couple of years ago when their album came out. Very, very incredible band. Um. Yeah, I know. I know Psychroptic, of course, but I don't know. I don't think I know the other two. So yeah. I'll have to, that's, that'll go on my on my list, man. Werewolves yeah. is, um, you know, just like a brutal death metal, but done in an incredible way, though. I mean, they're. It's funny because their approach to songwriting is very punk rock. Like they try to bang out records like over the over a weekend or something like that. But somehow, all the songs are good. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, some people just have that thing, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. You know, I got a bunch of stuff still to come out, and I think that uh, yeah, the last couple of years have been great for for new albums. I think music's music's in a good spot. I feel. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I agree. I've been um, I've certainly been feeling more enthusiastic about some of the stuff this year than maybe in previous years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, it makes me happy, man. It makes me happy. You know, some stuff to enjoy before, uh, you know, the end of the world, which, you know, is imminent, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I think it's going to be like more of like a, you know, a long protracted demise, you know? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I It'll think probably you're right. stretch on for generations, you know? Something to look forward to. <laughs> well, Jay, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. And um, yeah, man. Likewise, my friend. I'll see you soon, man. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Good night.